When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's April Fool's Day. You are totally allowed to punch any adult that tries to pull a prank on you today. It nice. is a thing. It's 50-50, the, the uh, most recent survey of Wrong how button. do people feel about April Fool's jokes. Everyone hates them. Everyone. This we normally split. We split. like to do, we like to, we like to watch... Other people in grand April Fool's jokes get hit, and that's it. I just think there's um, too many shows that do it year right. round. Too many prank shows, too many th- and none of them are really that great ever, and they don't, you know. But it's April Fool's Day. By the way, my name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Festley, Big Dick Toledo. It is April Fool's Day, and we're not going to mess with it. We've done it in the past where we've, you know, we, we made that phone call to that girl. Like, you do a goof, but we didn't plan anything. And they've all kind of come together. The one time we did uh, that the one. aluminum foil yeah. to get uh, cell phone coverage? or um, Well, there was the one where you could get HGTV. HGTV. Because the lady yeah. was asking us about that it. That was pretty We solid. just started lying to someone. And then people called us. And so we just, all right, we'll run with this. And it just What's, happened to be April Fool's Day. Was uh, it mostly, mostly wives? Uh-oh. I'm dead. Bert's dead. I'm dead. Bert's Mike's dead. How about now? Hello. There he is. There we go. Well, that's just what, strange. Was the uh, submarine races out at the at Tampa Town Lake? Was that uh, April Fools or was that? Uh, I think that, I was, that was just was dumb April people. Just, just okay. I think it was just messing with dumb people. <laughs> just sending them over to KDKV. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the, I don't remember exactly what that was, but none of them were or like people would call us. You guys go to do something. Like I, I just don't. I think it's kind of a hack thing. But we, you the know, the thing about the aluminum foil deal was it you got it. You got HD and it was yeah. free. It was and you had packed. to lick the wires, if I remember. We were, we were trying to kill uh, dumb people. We were to, like, there's like, eat, put the wires in your mouth and get them as wet as you can, and then plug them into your TV. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem with that. And you'll, and people called and asked us questions. So chew on the foil, hold the wire. I suppose there's been a couple because you just feel kind of obligated as a radio show to participate. And now what? Now what people are thinking right now is because I'm saying we're not doing it. That setting it. That up. we're setting up. That we are. Yeah. We're not. Uh, was it? It wasn't April Fool's for Monster Truck. That wasn't no. an April Fool's. That no. was just a. We just happened to have the truck. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember blowing that up. Yeah, because that, that would have been like in January. Yeah, it had to be the when they were here. here. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which was great. Maybe it was Chuck's birthday or something. That was fun. That's when we were punking people. Man. That's when we punked a lot more often. We were younger and we were punking. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, April Fool's Day is here. It's afoot. Brett's going to take that keg out worth $500. Could be worth $5,000. And that's legit. That's and it's no, legit. Yeah. That's why I'm bringing this up. Okay. I don't want people to think that we're out there going, <laughs> we're going to waste all your time. Because I feel like a lot of that that's becomes a waste of time. Like they'll be like Beth and friends will be like, there's a $10,000 check in a, in a small organ grinder's hand out there on Central. And, and she'll have people running all over. We're going we're gonna to keep it together. Legit. You guys have enough on your plate. You've been through enough in the last year. You don't need some jackass morning show. <laughs> They start lying to you and then laughing because they think they did well. And Although, most of you are doing a half day anyway because it's opening day. That's true. Of baseball. Yeah. I don't, does baseball have any buzz left at all? <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I know you do. The Sox do. <laughs> I mean, other than, other than people who have, 
Like that whole hope springs eternal is dead. I, I think there is gone. because you got you got the the fans are actually able to attend the games in limited capacity. Yeah, but obviously. have you seen all the? It's like the Gestapo has taken over baseball. You will have only a smartphone for paying for things. There will be no money transactions, no credit cards, eight dollar waters. So figure, you that's everywhere the now. now. I know, but you can't like, and you got to go through the gauntlet of getting in. And, uh, you know, you've got to be there 30 minutes before the game. They're going to put you – if you don't have an iPhone, you can't go in. Uh, if you've got kids, they have to have the iPhone. Should to go get them a, in then. Yeah, I agree. They should just ban <laughs> them. But they, they give it to the kid to go get, you know, a soda because you can't just give them five bucks oh, and have them run around the stadium anymore. Cash. And Dirty good luck cash. finding their seats again. Yeah. And 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 then everything's $10 and or, or more for just – and I know the price we'll is expensive. Up. But it's just like how is a family supposed oh, – like baseball's – Bitching constantly that we don't have the young numbers anymore. So how is a family supposed to enjoy a game? It's going to cost you five hundred dollars to go to a baseball game to watch the Diamondbacks be really super average. Please help us keep it. the lights on. Right, that's uh, why we're charging these. But I, th- I think it rolls back to <laughs> they're they're pover- impoverished. They're in trouble. I, I think it rolls back to the same with uh, like a lot of the music fans or concerts. It's like finally, yeah, there's some sad. sense of normalcy. It's not there, but it's some sense of normalcy. Yeah, and I'm a baseball fan yeah, all day yeah, long, yeah. but it's just that moment where I'm like, I can watch all these games on TV, and uh, I just don't. I, I I don't know. If I was a Diamondback fan, it would be a tough sell for me right now to go through all that. What's the network the Diamondbacks are on now? They're on their own. They get, well, I don't know what they yeah, call it. It was own. the Fox one, but I don't know if it, they've changed the name yeah, yet. They're out of Fox. Well, Fox changed its name, so I don't think they're out. I think the Fox local changed its name to something else. I think it's the same thing, and the Diamondbacks are still on there. Let me see if it has. Pretty it. sure, because they don't have their own network yet, but they're, right. they're on that you know, region. So that thing. might be owned by Fox? I don't, know if, I don't know how that works. I don't know any of that stuff. Root Sports and all that, yeah. they kind of get involved in all that. I don't know. I don't know who they switched to, but it's. it's I noticed. I know I Fox Sports the name changed of the its network. Name. I'm like, well, who? Fox Sports Arizona isn't called that anymore. It says it says Bally Sports Arizona. Bally, that's, that's what it, it is. Okay, so that's, and they just changed their name from Fox Sports. It's, it's the same channel. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I just don't know if they got bought or what. I don't know, but yeah, I want to. I want to love baseball again. I want to get in on that, but it's like, all right, and Cleveland, they're like, no headdresses, no Indian anything. Now go watch the Cleveland Indians play one more year. <laughs> like, wait a minute. If we are going to – like, you're yelling at us. We didn't do it. Like, they're mad at the fans. You guys come in here and act like a bunch of jackasses celebrating Indian heritage. Why, I ought to – we'll kick you right out. Now, go Indians. And it's like, wait a second. You guys are still wearing the gear. Why does it take you a year to take it off? And you're yelling at us that we have to get rid of the whole idea in a minute. Are they out of the old merch, too? Because didn't they know. say that I've seen Chief Wahoo hats at Wahoo hats are it. I saw I'm going to get one. I, I, I just to have. Yeah. I agree. I think Chief Wahoo is the greatest representation of a Native American culture there is. He's happy. He seems to be enjoying life. And it's better than seeing what, you know, what really Whitey did to Indians. And Brady made this point earlier, even though he'll deny it. The best way to, to, uh, to, to I guess, you know, uh, pay tribute to the Native Americans at a baseball game is not to sell the alcohol. Because that's the biggest problem on the rest. <laughs> no sugar and no alcohol. If you want to say, "Hey, we're we're in it for the Native Americans," then kill all your alcohol ads. I think if it was really cool, the ballpark would uh, in Cleveland just the concessions is all trading. <laughs> exactly, you just trade. Yes, it is pelts for Dippin' Dots. That's exactly yeah. what we've all thought that. <laughs> Look, Kachina it's dolls. just so like all of it's just a a head shake. Like you're trying to make my experience suck. You're trying to make it harder for me to enjoy this game, more expensive. It's almost like you're being asked not to show up. It's like trying to kiss a girl and keep. And she keeps saying no and keeps saying, why do I keep taking you on dates? Every time I do anything, you tell me there's another thing i got to jump through to enjoy myself.
So yeah, it's just at a certain point you're just like, I'll just go do something else. I feel I feel bad saying it because baseball's my game. That's mine. I love yeah. baseball. Been since I was a little kid. But this is the first thought. I think it was last year when they threw that mess together for the meth. Mess, oh, mess. Yeah, like, well, yeah. When they were giving meth out, that's first, another story. Yeah, first thousand people through the door got meth. I'm like, you guys don't know the uh, wow. Just the whole AJ the, got a team. The 80 game nightmare, 60 game nightmare that led to that strange playoff, and it was like we just have to have a chance. Like you guys could have sat out like the rest, but you're not that important. They felt they were so important, and they put together a really kind of cruddy season last year. That I, was, I think the season sucked, but I think at least it gave people something to watch. While they're stuck at home, I mean, because you look at people like, I mean, we all we were all lucky enough to be able to go to work every day. Yeah, that's other true. than when that's we got true. booted out. But like, you know, like Medea, she was out of work for four months just because the bar business was closed. And yeah, stuff. So you so do want something to do, something, something fresh, you know, whether well, it's good, bad, or otherwise. Baseball's on, and right. I'll watch. I'm not like down on the whole thing, but I'm sitting back. Just, I'm just not so sure that uh, the buzz is there like it used to be for opening day. Oh, I agree, and I, th- I don't think that COVID is to blame. Well, the big part you said it right off the bat. I mean. You can't have, uh, you know, you can only go 25% or whatever the capacity yeah. is. If you can't sell it out, which is the big part about right. people, you know, going down there, even people not attending the game. I, you know, even when I was in Milwaukee, the opening day, people were down there tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> and it, sure. It's not like not they're happening. in it. It's just but not 20, They're yeah. going to sell 20,000 seats to the Diamondbacks first game, which is, I think they're in San Diego to start and then they come yeah. here. 20,000 seats, which they were, you know, That's, it's a pretty good amount. Well, hopefully and most they can get of the that. time, because are they <laughs> right? Are they going to be able to sell the twenty thousand? Yeah. And it's just for opening day. But are they I, opening day? They usually sell out. They should. Are they going to be able to sell twenty thousand seats consistently? Because I've been there when there's nine thousand people in the stands. I have. We've been there. That we went to that Marlins other, game, and yeah. we're like, wow, this should This was COVID before COVID. There was no one there. Like you could hear the players talking from the so, dugout. Yeah, in it the was, upper deck. It was pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, so baseball's back, but. I don't know. I just get sick of the whole, let's make it inconvenient for you. Get your phone out. More opportunities to have that thing go malfunctioned and then have some rogue, weird, you know, thing. You know, baseball sold your information. If they can beep your phone, they can, like, well, now we can send you ads. And there's a thing you can now do in a couple of stadiums where, like, hey, while you're in the ballpark, can we send you ads or deals? And now they're in there, and you know that's going out. Now you're just going to get all sorts of ads. I mean, the phone thing is that's a tough one for me because they all volunteered for it. But. And that, um, you know, hurts concessions more than anything. How, well, you think more so. hoops? People, people will figure. It. But it's it's just you there, can't. You, it's just of, annoying. There's a, you know they started doing that spring training, and I heard yeah. some of the concert venues around town even are starting to do the the cashless thing. Yeah. And it's I suppose. I mean, it just seems easy. I like I like the cash transaction immediacy. Yeah, and you know, one picture that you're at. Good God, it goes down what, exactly. When I was at the Final Four thing, and they could barely keep people moving, it was so crowded. Like it was hard to move. If that whole system would have shut down for a minute, chaos. The cash is king. What happened to that? Still, cash is king. Anyway. Still love baseball. It's just now they've made it a huge math equation, and you got to have a smartphone, and you got your kids can't run around. I don't want your kids running around anyway. But speaking of kids, uh, there's a video going around right now of uh, two Honduran girls being dumped over the Trump's wall. Have you seen it? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's saying that they got thrown 14 feet. It's a 14 foot wall, but you know, I'll be the naysayer on this. It's not nice. 
But they're leaning them way down there. They only drop them like four or five feet. Yeah, the headline reads like they're catapulting yeah, I, them across I, I, with a slingshot. The reason or I went to watch the video, I'm like, this is they're th- they're tossing them over. Was yeah. the first thing I heard. And I, and I go and there's a guy sit. I don't know how he got up on the fence. First of all, he must have had a ladder or something. But they run away without any ladder, so they climb this wall. They're sitting on top. One dude hands another one the kid, and he, he kind of gently reaches over as far as he can, and then dumps her. And it isn't a nice thing. I'm not saying it's like, oh, that's fine. It's you know, they're three and five year old kids from Honduras, but they just they pour them over. I read in the or heard in the news like 14 foot drops. They're being tossed over the fence. I'm like, no, they're not. This isn't as bad as. I mean, it's not good that they're doing it with three and five year olds. But Jesus, don't sell it to me that way. It's like Bradio's Bradio uh, videos. It's like, wait a minute, you told me <laughs> they're this doing was like be a good. hammer throw, right? <laughs> Circle, circles, yeah. release, <laughs> right? No. He was as gentle as he could be, but the bigger question is, you know, I don't care. You've had a kid who's three or five years old. Yeah. I don't care about a better life. It isn't going to be a better life on your own anywhere. No. Who that- took a three- and five-year-old and said, you know what, leave Honduras. I'll wait here. If you're going to take a three- and five-year-old to a better place, you should go with. And the sad thing is where they end up. In the middle of New Mexico, alone. Right. And a lot of those kids, when they're talking about, you know, the problem with the trafficking. Sure. I don't even know what that entails with a three- and five-year-old. That's horrifying. But if you just throw them over the fence and then leave, I mean, what better life have you given them? Oh, they're not in Honduras anymore. Okay. They're not going to – they don't know what to do. Yeah, but now they're in Gila Bend. Yeah, now, now they're, they're in worse. Yeah. They're in New Mexico. <laughs> Gila Bend is Beverly Hills compared to New Mexico. Yeah, I don't – It's. I'm watching that last night, and I'm like – First off, news. Don't get so excited to act like you guys get a chance to pat yourselves on the back for being, you know, empaths to this thing. Thrown 14 feet. I'm like, what? And I was getting kind of fired up hearing about, like, they're tossing them? Now, that makes me mad at Trump's wall. How come they can still climb to the top of that thing and chuck them? And then I looked, and I'm like, wait a second. The news tried to make this a billion times more deadly than it was. It's still not good. That whole mess down there, wow. I can't imagine putting Kirby over the wall and at leave three it. and say, all right, you know what to do. Can you do it at 12? Can you uh, imagine Kirby right now? Here, here's the middle of New Mexico. Bye. If she had any of a chance, like if, I, if I'm not going to make it or something at 12, like, I mean, they're, they're obviously so desperate that I guess. the way it's not happening over, over the there, it's crazy. the only chance you have is... Our friend Joe Biden. <laughs> right. But he's not <laughs> in New Mexico right now. Yeah. I would mail them in a small package to the White House before I would ever th- you know, just say, walk through Mexico and we'll throw you over the fence and you just good luck. I would actually box them up and UPS them or Amazon them over to Joe Biden if, <laughs> if, if it was about just landing them here. But then I know someone will say, that's how bad it is. Then. I know it's not. There's nothing that bad. I don't, I don't yeah. It's not, this I mean, is, how's that better? Killing them in the desert is better? Okay. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this whole thing's going to blow up. And now we got video surveillance of guys dumping them off. And by the way. Someone sent me a meme yesterday. Of, they're dressing up, uh, the meme was dressing, parents are dressing up their kids as illegals. And it's a kid with a sombrero and a mustache <laughs> just to get in-person teaching. The downside is 
<laughs> That's so not real. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's not real. You got fooled. Oh, no, no, no. It was, like an, it was like an onion thing. Yeah. And so they were saying, the downside is. Yeah. They dressed them as illegal so they could get a teacher. That's pretty funny. It was funny. Yeah. I just, I mean, and, and the other thing I was annoyed by is all this money we spent. And the, have you seen the surveillance video? Did you see this? Yeah. It's yeah. just, too, it's glowing blobs. Yeah. It looks like Close Encounters people. And you will never identify a soul with these cameras. They're just heat seekers. And you can kind of see bodies. And I'm like, what is the point of all this? Yes, we know they're going to. That's great. That kid's picture is hilarious because he's blonde. But the uh, yeah, why don't we have top-notch super cameras that can catch people's faces? And stuff? I've watched 24 and like all sorts of shows that have always had uh, you know, the camera that you can, all right, you know, clear that up. Clear, from satellites where they can get right on a face. We got this camera like 150 feet from the wall, and it's just white blobs. And I'm like, we'll never identify any of it. That's a wasted camera. This is dumb. Well, the scary part is Zach Bagans and those morons on Ghost Hunters have better cameras exactly. than our government That's does. Exactly <laughs> it. He's right. He's right. This looked like something off a of Ghost Hunter. It does. Like these idiots jumping a wall. He's exactly right. And I hate that you know his name. But I also really admire he's it. Right watched now. Yeah, I really oh, admire yeah. it right now. It's almost a hate watch type oh. thing with that idiot. I, I, I hate watch a lot of things. I can't sit through that. I cannot sit. Because A, I don't believe in ghosts, and B, it's like these guys are way over the top. I, I've got that locked in now. Zach, Zach Bagans. He's like the that. Guy Fieri of ghost hunting. <laughs> yes, that is, he is such a perfect comp. He is the Guy Fieri of ghost hunting. That's a phrase I never thought I'd say. <laughs> but yeah, it's just watching that video and I'm like, man, the, the news is dying to make this so, I mean, I, I like you said, I pictured a catapult. I pictured chucking. They said through. They said, you know, and it isn't, look, it's not pretty. And it's certainly like the bigger story is they're left to their own devices at age three and five. Whether or not they fell off the wall very hard doesn't matter. Now what? And they're assuming that's the parent doing that. No, they hired guys to do it. That's what I thought. I thought they were saying parents. I mean, when I heard parents are back in Honduras and they just hand them over to somebody who takes them up to the border. So they're well aware of what's going to happen. The big story is not that they got dropped off the wall and, oh, their poor little ankles. It's now what? Now you're in the middle of the, the border desert in New Mexico and you're three and five. I mean, Janny was six years old and they lost, lost to the uh, boys of the Sudan. They didn't have a choice. Uh, well, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. The machine guns told them which way to go. It just it was a spontaneous run. They had to. Yeah. The village had been taken over and they were all going to get killed. It's, it's, it's crazy. To, to watch that and have them try to play that card. And I don't understand why. So, And in the meantime, the big news at the White House is that Major or Champ pooped in the carpet in the White House. I mean, this is the kind of softball treatment that's getting done right now. And you know what they did with it? No. Threw it over the wall. They chucked it over the wall. <laughs> yeah. My on the Pennsylvania Avenue. God. What is going on around here? It's just, it was a joke. I, I just, I watching that yesterday i'm like none of this is real none of none of what you're saying is matching up to the video i'm watching it's terrible i'm wondering i just wonder 
how it goes down, like in Honduras. Is there a brochure? This looks nice. It's <laughs> a good outfit. You know what? It's a good outfit. We're, we're going to go with them. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are uh, – they've got uh, great Yelp reviews because we still have our internets. <laughs> Your yeah. ninas are hand-delivered. Yeah, don't worry about it. We get them over the fence, guaranteed. <laughs> it's too good to pass up. I mean, think of the prizes. We'll save so much. It doesn't have to all be bad. You can save 15% or more tossing your kids over the wall with us. <laughs> it's just, uh, you will never be able to explain that to me. The brochure sh- shows an escalator <laughs> right, up right. and over. Very yeah, nice. It's a beautiful it's escalator. Yes, yeah, sometimes we hit the escalator, sometimes we don't. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I, I, you, you can sit as bleeding as you want about this subject and try to explain to me how a three- and five-year-old are better off on their own in the desert in New Mexico than they are in the dangerous Honduras with their parents or without their parents. And I will never understand it. And I'm not trying to be difficult, but you can't tell me that's better just because they're here now. So there's some false promises being told somewhere along the line. They think that we just have you know, mattresses all along the border and that we catch them and give that, them to a family. That is better than the situations that they're no, in. Th- that's what people uh, know. That's what I you know. and I think. I There's know. No, th- it's not. There's no way leaving a kid alone in the desert is better than, uh, you know, because look, I knew a guy named Ishvan years ago who survived World War II's bombings. He was a, he was a Jewish guy who was in Romania. And the war was happening when because he lived he taught at Columbia and he lived in uh, the upper uh, west side of Central Park. And on nine eleven, we needed him to get my ex to a place to stay. And I talked to him. Now keep in mind he's two miles from where this all just happened on September eleventh, two thousand one. And like Eastman, how are you? It's a beautiful day out. We just got back from the park. Like really, goes everyone is so sad. I'm like, yeah, it's a very, very it's a tough day. And he goes, what can I help you with? And I'm like, well, we need a place for her to stay. Okay, yeah, fine. Do you want me to go get her? Or? And I'm like, is it, are you capable? Oh, there's tanks in the roads, but I'll walk. He was <laughs> unaffected yeah. by 9-11. He's like, Hap- it happens. You, you get blown up sometimes. You're saying you just got to figure out a way around it. It was crazy. So, I mean, that's what you're used to. That's what you know. That's your tragedy. Nobody sits and goes, oh, it's so much better there. And I know it. That you just don't. Those Honduras, uh, whatever tragedy is, is theirs, they're not living in it like we would. They're living in it saying, this is our every day. We've got to get these kids out of here. But still, it's their normal. The kid that delivered my um, Lincoln from Sanderson, yeah. Feaston, came from South Africa during the war-torn yeah. days. And he, Apartheid similar stuff. to uh, Janny, but not uh, – he, he said they uh, – had to get out of there a different way, but his journey was, you know, it took seven years. Yeah. Right. And you find a way, you get out, but yeah, it's that, that's, that's where that book changed me. The a man's search for meaning. My hangnail may be the worst thing that's ever happened to me. This Victor Frankel, the author was in Auschwitz or not in Auschwitz. He was in a concentration camp and had it all taken. He goes, that was my normal. That's what I knew. And it, and it couldn't defeat me. Your, your worst thing is your worst thing. It doesn't matter what mine is. Don't compare them. And don't sit back and say, oh, he's got it much worse. I'll just ignore this because it's going to get you. And it's really true. But I can help you learn how to deal with it. Well, he basically said, look, anybody can get through anything. It's just your mindset. Your mindset is the key. And you need a little guidance. You can't be three. 
disaster. It's crazy. So that whole border thing's a disaster. Anyway, we got better things to do. And it is a better place because we give away and think about it, America is pretty awesome. Yeah. We have an Italian immigrant that's about to go out and hand out an empty keg to somebody for five hundred bucks. Could be worth five thousand. Probably gonna have snacks. Could be fifty five hundred. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could, could be. be. Yeah, that's true. You could get them both. Yeah. Fifty five hundred bucks. Pretty great. Plus it's another hundred of Gifts you get when you get there. Yeah. So here's how it works. Uh, Brett's going to go over to Action Ride Shop uh, in a little bit. He should. We'll get it all started at seven. He's going to have a lock on a keg, and it's going to have a. You know, you got to unlock it. You get one try, and you right? get one try. And then you can get back in line, I guess, if you want to try that. Just one at a time, one try. You go through. Now Brett will give a, a hint out at about when you get there. Okay. We'll give out a hint of what exactly this code is. You got to put them on the clock too, because yeah, there's a long line. Well, it's just one try. I know, but they can't think about it. Yeah. Well, you just you know what you do there is just go, hey, jackass, hurry up. Have your number. That's enough. There's no put them on a clock. It's just you just know. Just don't be that guy who sits in hymns and haws with his people behind him. It's the same thing as being. Look at Brett. It's like McDonald's. (laughs) If there's a line of people behind, it's the it's it's the Safeway. If you're in line at Safeway and you're like, oh, you know what I need? I forgot to get bread. And there's six (laughs) people behind, and you you have the nerve. To leave your cart to go shop some more, I've always thought that that should just sweep all your things off, and you got to start all yeah, over. You need There's, to drag your ass to the bakery. Yeah, exactly. Get out of, you get out of line. You need to do. <laughs> Once you're in line at the grocery store, you're in line at the grocery store. Yeah. There's no stopping. That's it. What you have there is all you're getting, unless you count the gum or the candy right there. You can't leave the line and go shop some more. You can't ghost your cart. No, you can't. Zach Bagans will be all over you. <laughs> Best case scenario, you have a kid or a husband, and you say, "We need. We forgot broccoli." And he runs. Yeah. While the while we continue We've to made check the cut you out before, oh, man. But if it's if you're by yourself, that's it. When they're scanning the items, you're getting down to five or ten. Someone, uh, you know, Ronnie or I ran for the last thing. Yeah. And we, you assess it. Can we make you, it exactly yeah. as a you man? Can't you make do. it. Yeah. yeah. As if a not, man, you it's do. Like I got to step aside. Chicks, if there's no one behind you, go crazy. Yeah. But if you got more than one person behind you at all. Ooh. Do not leave that line. Same I'm, with today. I've done that before. I forgot something, and then yep. I'm like, I'll go through and pay for it, and I'll, it all go, over I'll put it in the car and come back and get do what it I need. all oh, over yep. so Son of a bitch. I'm the same. I'm, yeah. I won't do it. I, I have trouble doing it when it's – I was with my mom. She goes, oh, we forgot this and this. you got to go get me honey mustard and then go find – and like, first off – An item that you've never yeah. searched yeah, for. I, like, I, I don't know where the f- honey mustard is just off the top of my head. This is your store. You go do it. You're faster. I'm going to punch you in the mouth, old lady. <laughs> and then she had some other thing. It was like some f- fluff. I don't know what it was. Some pastry thing. I don't know what it was. You get the right item name or whatever, but it's not the right. I don't know what it was. It was yeah. some breading thing she was making. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. It's right, it's right next to the buffalo mozzarella. <laughs> this isn't happening. We're going <laughs> to check out, and then we're going to go all the way back. to. Well, that's dumb. I'm like, no, there are five people behind me. Same with today, Brett, with that lock. All right. You know, just don't be that guy. If you're you're taking too long, Brett has all the rights to go, get out of here. Finish with this guy. In honor of opening day, umpire them right. (laughs) Too much time. But uh, Brett will give you the clues, and it could be be good. Uh, Action Ride Shop is over there just off the 60, a little bit north of the 60, a little bit south of Southern uh, on Gilbert. And uh, Brett will be out there. And the reason we're going there is because these guys have kicked in a whole bunch of extra stuff. They're they're tacking another five hundred bucks on to ten kegs. What? It's crazy. One of them going out today. So tomorrow morning when we do the keg hunt, nine of those kegs will have 
uh, randomly been chosen as the show goes on to be worth an extra 500 bucks right off the bat. So it's worth it tomorrow. You know, you know one-tenth of our kegs already going to get you about $500. The other ones, everybody gets a shot at the five grand, which is awesome. This is going to be a blast. And it's normal again. You're right. That's the yeah. thing we all kind of want, normalcy. And we're not going to make you do, you know, jump through hoops with your phone. We, we'll take your money at Mavericks. It's going to be fun tomorrow night, and we're going to have a good time. Uh, and that's great. So thanks to our friends at Barrio Brewery. That's the keg that goes out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Action Ride Shop, and then tomorrow we'll be over at Mavericks. This is the beginning of the what used to be annual. I'm not sure we can call it that anymore. The annual Interruptus. This year. This year's. It's back. Uh, the Easter keg hunt, which is upon us. Give us a wake-up song now. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! If the younger generation doesn't get into rock, then guess what? An art form has died.